ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. pray a very important prayer this morning. Is there anybody who is ready to pray? Yes. Jesus said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. Say the house of prayer. So the church is a place to pray. And you have made it into a den of thieves. Psalm 23. Today we want to pray from the third verse. I'm sure we know Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Last week Sunday... We pray that God will help us to trust him so he can lead us to still waters. I remember I said that sheep must drink from still waters. If the water is disturbed, you may not know what is lying under it. You will know the crocodile or the anaconda that is lying under it. So when sheep are drinking, they look and make sure that the water is still. And that is also how we must be. Amen. But that still water, somebody has to lead you there. You don't have it in you to detect still water. You don't have it. No education, no intelligence, no human wisdom has the ability to guide a man. In fact, coming to think of it, the Bible says, it is not in a man that walketh. Jeremiah the prophet said, the way of a man is not in himself. And it will be good for you to believe this. That your way is not in yourself. It will be very, it will help you to believe the way. So every man has a way. You have your way to marriage. There's a way. The way I walked on to marry may not be the way you should walk on to marry 
how I went to school should not be how you should go to school. Everybody has a way. And the Bible shows us at, at, you see, even if we don't know where the way is, at least we know where it is not. We may not know where the way is. Ask your neighbor, do you know where the way of your life is? Do you know where it is? What the person say? But the Bible says that at least, even if you don't know anything, you should know where the way is not. And where the way is not, that is, there's a place you shouldn't look. Because you know it is not there. We all know where we keep our things. So if this morning you couldn't find your wig, I'm coming home. You won't go to the kitchen to look for your wig. Oh, Reverend Michael, you don't understand this. If it's money, you know you had 50 Ghana last night and you can't find it this morning. There are some places you won't go to look for the money. You won't waste your time going there. Because you know that there is no way the wig will be in this, at this place. Never. In the same way, there is a place the way of your life is not. And that is, it is not in you. Don't bother looking for the way of your life in your wisdom. Many have tried it and they have failed. That's why he said, He leadeth me. He holds my hand. He leads me. He said, Sit here. This is the still water for you. No, 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 no. My own is no, my own is here. No, no. You must be led to the still water. That's why we come to church. Anytime a pastor preaches to us, he's bringing us the wisdom from outside our world that guides us to places of blessing. He leads me beside the still water. The third verse says, He restoreth my soul. Today we are going to pray and ask the Lord, Lord, this is what you do. Your word says that one of the things you do is that you restore our souls. We prayed it last week, not so. We prayed a little bit of it last week. I remember I said your soul, or maybe not here. Your soul is your mind. Not so. We prayed it here last week. Your mind, your emotions, your feelings, your intelligence is your soul. And sometimes some experiences we go through change our soul. They twist our soul. Some of you here have got a polluted soul. Your mind is 
polluted. But in the church like this, God can restore the settings of your soul. Yes. You have fed so much on pornography that when you see a woman, only sex comes to your mind. Your soul is twisted like that. There is someone who works like this. You are twisted. Say, Lord, restore my soul. You have passed puberty. Your feelings have come. If you are a man and your feelings have come, and you want to express yourself, a man, you must choose this girl. Maybe you don't like red hair. So you, you go for this one with blue shirts. A man should go for a girl. But if you are a man and your feelings have come, and you are looking for a man, man to man, it means your soul has been twisted. You are not a normal person. No matter what they will teach you in school, you are sick. Any man who wants to have sex with another man is sick. He is sick. He may be my father, my brother, maybe my son. He is sick. I love him, but he is sick. Can never be normal. I will love him. I will buy a car for him. I will buy a shirt for him. But he is sick. Today we are going to pray. Because some of you have got abnormal appetites. How is it possible that a small boy your age, you don't like God? You rather like Burton. You are sick. Rather, it is old men like me, Reverend, with the old men in, the, in our eighties. We are those who should rather say, oh God, oh Lord, but a young man, the, the Bible says, we must seek the Lord in the days of your youth. It's not normal that a young boy, you cannot even sit in church for two hours. But you can watch pornography for four hours. You are sick. But God brings you to church to give you a shepherd. Whose pastoral guidance, whose input into your life will restore. He restores. He restores. Sorry, Michael. He used to smoke weed in sacks. Sacks. Sorry, when was the last time you smoked weed? I can't remember. His soul has been restored. In Mark chapter 5 The Bible says the people in the village They came and they saw The man who was mad Now sitting down Clothed Find it for me verse 17 now. Go down 5 Let me see 5 17 
16 or it's, find it it's around 17 okay you you go down give me 18 give me 18 give me 18 go down yes 19 Go up to 16. And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed. That was possessed. Verse 15. That was possessed. Some things should be in your past. Verse 15. If you're not helping me, I'm looking for it myself. And they come to Jesus. And they see him that was possessed with the devil. Say he restores my soul. Tell your neighbor, God can restore you. Tell the person, it is possible your mind is not working well in a certain area. It's very possible. You may look very handsome and very nice, but your mind is not working well in this area. And the people, when they came to Jesus, they saw the man that was, 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 was possessed with the devil and had the legion. Over 6,000 demons were in him. But what did they see? He was now sitting down, clothed, and in his right mind in his right mind god can bring you to your right mind amen you can be a man and not have the right mind about marriage you see a woman as a house help or as some toy as some something to just slap and insult you are sick God can restore and bring you to your right mind. You can be a woman and have a wrong mind about marriage. But God can restore you. This morning, I want to welcome everybody here to church. What God is going to do today and next week Sunday and the following week Sunday is that he is going to bring you to your right mind because some of us in this room are mad you are actually a madman yes your mind is not working well you've you've destroyed your mind and god has now brought you to church one of the works of god is that he restores your soul a work of god he will even change the way you dress you see, I'm wearing a tie and a shirt and a jacket. Soon, you'll be dressing like this. Yes. Do you have Apollo? Why are you wearing dark glasses? In a church service, the, the place is already dark. Why are you wearing dark glasses? It's because your mind is not working well. Your mind is not working well. After the prayer. I shouldn't say it. Eh? Say it. The church is a family. We are, we are a big family. 
I'm the family head in this place. So if you are sick, I'll tell you. Remove it. Abba. And some of you, you are wearing glasses, but there's nothing wrong with your eyes. You are wearing glasses as if your eye, you have some optical. Bishop, you know things. Tell your neighbor, God can let your mind work well. God can let your mind work well. You can be in church and your mind is not working well. About church. You think church is just a place to attend on Sunday. A place to attend. An event to attend. You attend church. I'm attending church. I attend. I attend. A Christian should not attend church. A Christian should be a builder of the church. A builder of the church. For unbelievers to attend and then they will change. He restores. This morning, I'm presenting to you one of the works of God. One of the works of God is that He restores our soul. It's one of the things He does. He restores our souls. Oh, we have got only one prayer to pray. Just one prayer. We'll sit down. The, the worship team will come. We are going to pray and say, Lord, help me to, to, to have a proper mind. Yes. That's all. That, 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 that one of the ways, in fact, the, the main way God is going to help you in this church, in, in the kingdom, is to get you to join in the building of the kingdom and as you are building. Haggai chapter 1. Haggai chapter 1. Verse 7. It says, consider your ways. If you want God to change you, you want God to bless you, this is how your mind, in fact, in fact, can I have a Bible? Is anybody with a Bible? Yeah. This is how God restores your soul. So any pastor who doesn't preach from this book is, is wrong. Is, 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 we, we, this book will change how your mind works. In the church, I'll show you how God blesses us. How, how, how I became blessed. How? So you to your mind will work well. Verse 8. He said, go up to the mountain and bring wood and build a house. Go and bring wood and build a house. I thank God for choristers. They are building. I thank God for dancing stars. They are building. We are building. The one who came to clean the church is building. The one who brought the bus with members is building. When all you do is to just attend a church on Sunday, your mind is not working well. And God can restore the settings on your soul. Go and bring good. This, this is God. Because earlier on, go to verse 6. He told, he was explaining to them why their lives were not working well. Their lives were not... The, the life they were living wasn't, wasn't well. 
wasn't great. Said so you have sown much, and you bring in little. You are like a farmer who 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 who, who grows maize on ten acres, and you bring only one sack. You sow much, you bring little. You eat, but you don't have enough. You drink, but you are not filled. You clothe yourself, but you are still feeling cold. You earn money, but you put it in a bag with holes under it. Can I have a bag? This one. Mm -hmm. Bag. You get a lot of money. Fifty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand. Some of you, as you're sitting here, the money you have seen, as you're sitting here, the money you have seen, there's nothing to show for it. Last month or so, a, a, a dancing star, a dancing star said she, she has begun to build. A little girl, she's building. You have seen dollars and thousands. There's nothing to show because. Your mind has got holes. So you earn the money and you put it into a bag. The bag has got holes. So you see that it's not enough to get a job. It's not enough to win a contract. Where you put the money should be a place where there are no holes. And God was saying that. All these problems in your life, your health, your finances, your everything is because of the church. Because of the church. Look at it in verse 4. The church. So is it time for you to dwell in your sealed your, you your house has a ceiling and my house is in waste my, my house lies in waste so you see that there are people who live in houses with ceilings but they are still feeling cold in the house you are, you are living in a house with a ceiling but when you eat you are not full mm. You are living in a house with a ceiling. But when you earn money, you can't find the money. So it's not enough to have a house. And he said, the reason is that you have your house. But my house has got empty chairs. My house has got empty chairs. And you want to build a house and, and build rooms for your children. And you expect your children to be in the rooms. They will not be there. In the night, they will be smoking weed outside. Yes. They'll be chasing girls. Always God is relating our personal lives with the church. I'm trying to restore your soul. Thank you. I'm trying to change the way your mind is working. Thank you. So he said, go to the mountain and bring wood. And see. See if your life will not change. That's why today, the prayer we are praying is just one prayer. Just one prayer. Worship uh, 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 royals, go to the stage. It's just one prayer. Lord, 
restore. Take me back to Psalm 23. He restores. It's one of the ways. Let me tell you. God doesn't just heal cancer. Doesn't just heal our arthritis. Doesn't just give us jobs. God doesn't give us pregnancy only. He also changes the way our mind works. Actually, actually, if God can change your mind, a lot of things in your life will change. Because your life is a result of how your mind is working. Stand to your feet. Restore my soul. Some of you are sitting in the church, but your mind is an unbeliever's mind. You are an unbeliever in the church. I mean, you and your sister or your cousin, who doesn't go to church, you are the same. You are actually an unbeliever. Your, your mind is a twisted mind. It's a twisted mind. Can you lift your hands? What are we saying to the Lord? Lord, we have just read in your Bible that one of the things you do is that you restore. You restore. See, to restore means the thing has shifted from the original mode. Lift your hands and say, Lord, restore my soul. Restore my soul. You think it is good for you as a girl to be sleeping with somebody's husband? He gives you money, he gives you a bag, shoes. Your mind, you are sick. Restore my soul. You are in a church, you won't join. All you do is just church attendance. You just go to church on Sunday. You are sick. Your mind is sick. Now lift your hands and pray. Say, Lord, restore my soul. Restore my soul. Restore my soul. That's all we are praying. Restore my soul. Any area where my mind is not working well, restore. Any area, Lord, restore. 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 Help me to think properly. Help me to think properly. Help me to think properly. Shata basata ba. Shoni mama sata. Keboli bosita. Tanabasa. Go to Mark 5:15. Let's look at it again. One of the works of God. Mark 5:15. He came and saw the madman who was possessed. He was now sitting down. He was closed. And in his right mind. You see, it's, 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 it's amazing. But you see, it was because he was in his right mind that he was sitting. I'll take it again. It's because he was in his right mind that he was sitting. When he was out of his mind, he was roaming in town. So, your behavior is because of how your mind is working. He was in his right mind. That is why he was clothed. One of the ways you can tell whether a person is normal or not 
you, you can judge the level of abnormality of some a person's mind by the degree of nakedness. I'm, I'm not joking. It was because he was in his right mind that he was clothed. So how your mind works is proportional to the degree to which you are covered. The amount of your breast I can see this morning is a reflection of your abnormality. More breast means you are more mad. If I can see more of your thighs, it means that you are not correct. I'm serious. It's evil spirits. If, you, if, if I can't see your thighs, it means that demons have left you. Uh, this is Bible. It, it, it was the mind. So even how a person appears is the mind that makes a person dress a certain way. Otherwise then, how can a pretty girl like you on a Sunday morning, you can, you can cover your face with clay. Clay. Your face is brown. A pretty girl like you. Look at your face. You now look like a witch. And it's all because your mind is not restored. Can you lift your two hands? We are praying. Lord, help me to be in my right mind. Help me. To think properly about how I spend my Tuesdays, my Mondays, my Fridays, my work with you. Lift your hands and pray now. Open your mouth to restore my soul use the singing use the worship to restore my soul restore my soul lift your hands and pray we are praying I want to think properly Pray. We are praying. 
We are not waiting for anybody. We are praying. You see, the reason why it's important to believe in this prayer is that if Satan will destroy you, it will be through getting your mind not to work well. All the so, so, so your mind must be strong. The word of God should be infused in your mind. Strong. Otherwise, he's called a deceiver. He can, he can let you believe in something that is a lie. Isaiah talks about calling something which is bitter sweet. I mean, he says it is bitter. She says it is bitter. It is bitter. It is bitter. Only you say it is sweet. Even apart from what they are saying, also the Bible says it is bitter. But you have been able to believe that it is sweet. Wow. Woe to them that call evil good. You can come to a place in your life, eh? When something is evil, but you, you call it good. And something is good, but you call it evil. Oh, it's not necessary to go to church. It's not necessary to pray. Some of you, as I'm talking, you, you, you are, you, you are, you, you are, you have been partially won over. Certain good things, even some good people, you have been able to believe that they are evil. And rather, evil people are now good. Wow. A deception. And it's the beginning of a war. That's why when I say that, let's pray that our minds will work well. I'm saying that pray that a curse will not come upon you. Amen. A war. I mean, this is his wife marriage. They even have two children. They go to school. But Satan can let you believe that there is nothing wrong with sleeping with him. Once he likes you and you also like him, it's, it's, it's okay. In, in the university, we call it understanding. Mm. Understanding campaign, like in the university, that's where we all find our fiancés and beloveds. But in the university, you can see that this might be, we are not married. We are not married. He is going to marry her. But he's in tech. And she's in Lego. And I'm also going to marry her. And she is at IPS. But I'm in Lego. I mean, understanding. So we can sleep with each other. 
but we know that he's going to marry him. Mm. You see, there's a certain place you can get to, you can believe that something which is evil, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. Some of you standing here, you eat your tights. I mean, you hold it in your hand, that the two Ghana from the 20 cities, the five Ghana from the 50 cities, the one Ghana, it's like it's nothing. You believe strongly, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. Once I'm using it to buy food to walk to church, I've paid my tithes. God understands. Can you lift your hands for two more minutes? That every lie, every lie, every lie, every lie, every lie, every lie. Pray for a right thinking mind, a mind that thinks right. That you will never come to a place where you will call something which is evil good. Help me. Pray. Suzy Loboko paramiko ilibidi kapapa ikorobo rababani ma katanda paka ronda damani skorobo chini baba raga damani ma raga para mikorobo bokochi kini koshimini masanda rondele moseta lava kada baba baba baza balanda lobosono dikalima kuziri baba alobe kaye ikoli mi andekora and now lift your hands lift your hands and thank God thank you we worship you Lord we give you praise lay thou exalted this place of God let your glory be upon the earth just lift up your hands to the Lord and worship the Lord in your hearts. Is that all the clapping we can do for the Lord? Are you not enjoying the privilege of sitting in such a place? To experience such experiences. If you're excited, I want us to make happy noises unto the Lord. I expect to hear louder shout offerings unto God. We are praising God. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, this morning I'm excited to be a part of this gathering. Amen. You see, because of the covering God has given unto us, if you read Genesis 34, I hope, where Joseph was speaking to his brothers and he said that God has sent me before to preserve you. You see, depending on the plans God has for you, there is always a man, he saints, and we are blessed to be in a house with a very beautiful covering. Hallelujah. This one, we are going to enjoy fantastic testimonies of deliverance. So I want us with joy to welcome our first testimonies for the first time from the business community. I want us to welcome Pastor Nick Kote Klufio. Hallelujah. To bring us the first testimony, encourage him as he comes. Good afternoon, Pastor Lee. Good morning, Pastor Lester. My name is Nick Lufio from the business community. My testimony is simple it's about a deliverance that I had that was last week, Saturday. Share with us. Um, last week Saturday, I had to go for a wedding in Ejiso. 
that's on the Kumasi road. So, but usually when I'm traveling, I like to go with somebody. So I got two of my boys to go with me. And we drove all the way. The wedding was in the afternoon. Then, and I said, when I was going, my wife wanted me to come the next day. So I would drive straight into church. But when I got there, I didn't feel so comfortable because I felt like driving back, I would be late, especially for power hour. So I decided to leave around 4 o'clock. We started driving back. We've done about maybe an hour of the journey. Then I felt like the steering wheel had become a bit loose. So I thought one of my tires was down. Then, but I said, oh, if it is down, usually it will draw to one side. But it wasn't drawing to one side. Then the gentleman by my side, he just said to me that, no, I think that steering wheel is shaking too much. At that moment, I just heard the voice like, stop. You heard the voice? I heard the voice. I heard the voice. And the voice said you should stop. I should stop. So you stopped. So I stopped. What happened when you stopped? Pastor Lester, you won't believe it. When I stopped and I got down from the car and I came, my front wheel, that is the wheel the front to the, tie. Not the, all front of that tie. the front Sorry. tie. The front tie was off. It I was know how you drive. Me, yeah. I know how you drive. <laughs> so if you say you were driving and the steering yeah. wheel was free, was loose. Yeah, it was free. Only to come out and see that the tie was off. They don't know how you drive. But what do you think will happen with your driving on the road? Honestly, where I if was... If you didn't stop. If you didn't stop. Pastor Lester, where I stopped, I was just about, maybe this tile to the edge of the road. And it was a deep valley. And it was raining. So if I had moved after the stop, I would have gone into the valley. Pastor Nitella, when you stopped your tie, what? Why was the tie off? When I stopped, usually the tie is supposed to have five bolts that were holding it. Three of the bolts were broken. So two were holding. And the two that was left, there was no nuts to it. You see, you are sitting down like that, oh. That. A four-wheel drive without anything holding a tie. Nothing. And nothing. you were driving. And I was driving. And there was a ditch. And Why do you think this is a miracle? Pastor Lester, I've been driving at least for the past 20 years. Proper driving. I would have died. All of us in the car. Because it's not a small ditch. It's this Kumasi... Um, just after the Peru stretch. So it's a deep valley. It's a deep valley and it was raining. So if I just one, in the next minute like that, we would all be in the valley. And, we, and it was in the night. It was late in the evening. It was around 10. We got home at 2 a.m. And Pastor Lester, you won't believe it. We found somebody to help us. Now we took one boat from the back to bring to the front so we took two boats and then the one start that was there the thread was spoiled so we had to put only one boat and drive for about an hour before you get before somebody. we found somebody to help us so we took two of the starts from the back it's and a brought fantastic it to the front. miracle 
Bafani, before you go, what will you tell us this morning? What will you tell the church from this testimony? What I only say to everybody is that for me as a person, I've always had a simple principle. I always want a certain voice over my life. And over the years that I've been with the bishop, he's prayed several prayers for several me. Several prayers. Several prayers. One of the times he's prayed for me here when I was bringing my offering that I should be delivered. And I didn't understand that I should be delivered. And you know, every time he's prayed so many things, so many prayers, but you never, you think no, that, oh, it's on prayer that has passed. But this particular time, God delivered I realized that the prayers, they've never gone. They are hanging and waiting for the day. I'm excited that you are excited. I'm excited that you can make noise unto God. Hallelujah. Listen. I need you to understand something properly. The land we are sitting on, the land we are sitting on, from this wall to the wall down there, was given to us by this man, free of charge. You are standing up. You better stand up. Free of charge. Now, I was just telling Bishop that it is not possible for him to do that for God and die in an accident like that. So, I like his phrase, I should be delivered. He should be delivered. He really, really, really should be delivered. Because, you see, nobody does this for God. And, and dies in an accident like that. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. And I was also just telling Bishop right now that I got a text yesterday from a bishop in South Africa. And he said that, you know, Bishop Kobe, the testimonies in Oibi Cathedral... They are very wild. He, oh, sorry. He's a lighthouse bishop. Wow. A lighthouse bishop in South Africa. He's a lighthouse bishop. And he follows Bishop's podcast. And he said that the testimonies are very, very wild. And he began to tell me about the testimonies of last week. Remember the gentleman who said that there was fire and he didn't get... Yeah. You see, and I'm saying these things because... Do you remember that last week? Was it last week or last week? I came here and I said that none of our testimonies is a created story. How many of you remember that? Yeah, I said it because the testimonies are very wild though. You can easily think that we are fabricating them. Like there's a movie producer somewhere who's writing the stories and then people will come and share it. This man is not a small man. You know somebody just arrives... I mean, when I saw him coming up to the stage, I said it must be a very big testimony for him to come here. It's a very big testimony. This is, this, this, I mean, by now, excuse me, say he should be somewhere in a, in a fridge. But the person who does this for God, he cannot die like in that kind of way. Put your hands together properly for God. Thank you, Pastor Nee. God bless you. May you indeed be delivered. And talking about testimonies, there's somebody in this building this morning who has a testimony from last week's testimony. I want us to welcome from the King's Choir our sister Delphine as she brings her testimony. Hallelujah. Encourage her as she's coming. King's Choir, are you in the house? Good afternoon, Delphine. Good morning, Pastor Lester. Good morning, Church. My name is Delphine Homenu, and I'm the zonal pastor for the Green Hill Zone. 
in the Karis region and I'm also in the King Square. My testimony is about how God delivered me from a severe back pain. Um, last week, there was a gentleman from the Bima region. He, gave, he shared a testimony, the fire testimony. <laughs> and then at a point, Bishop Kobe came forward and he said, there is evil in the world, so we should pray and block every evil. How many of us remember that? So when he said that, immediately I told myself I was the reason why Bishop Kobe said that. Because for the past three weeks, I was having a very severe back pain that I couldn't bend, I couldn't move. And this always happens anytime I get to the office. But when I go home, I feel okay, I'm fine. But Only when you enter the office. When I enter the office. So during working hours, you have pain. Yes, very, very when you severe get home. back pain. I feel okay. To the point, anytime I'm about to sleep, I have to apply a very ointment. Instead of applying body pomade, I apply the ointment so that I can feel okay. Shout ear. So that morning, after the prayers, when I went to work in the morning, Monday morning, Monday morning, um, I decided to carry along a bottle of oil. So when I get to the office, I anointed my chair and the surrounding where I work around my desk. So, and then I prayed the prayer Bishop Kobe asked us to pray. He said we should block every evil. And he said something that you always have headache every Monday morning. Because when you get to the office, you just go and sit down on your chair like that. That was the same thing that he said. So I said, no, this morning, I'm not just going to sit on my chair like that. I have to anoint and block every evil that is causing this back pain. Delphine, tell us. After you anointed the place and you prayed, what happened to your back? So, after the day, during around 12, when I was about to go in to have my lunch, I realized that I was okay. Nothing was wrong with me. This I was feel Monday. Good. Yes, this was Monday. Today is Sunday. Today is Sunday. How is your back? I'm, I'm so good. I feel good. Like, so, Tuesday, there was, there, no there was no pain. There was no pain. Wednesday, there was no pain. There was pain. no pain. I've even forgotten that there was something going on. You have on forgotten with that you were yes, in pain. And you are sitting down like that. That just by believing somebody. He got his testimony by believing the prayer that was given during the testimony. One of these days you'll be standing on stage. Also sharing your testimony. If you believe it, give God a praise offering. Hallelujah. And I want us to welcome another testimony from the King Square. Another deliverance. Hallelujah. I want us to welcome from the choir our sister Joy Song. Encourage her as she also brings. We are living in Bible times, miracle hour. Hallelujah. This is the supernatural place. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pastor. Good afternoon, Church. My name is Joy Song from the Zoe region, original director in the King's Choir. <laughs> My testimony is about how God delivered me on the road. Two weeks ago, in the morning, that was on Friday, um, after I prepared going to work, I drive all the way from Ayukuma to Accra Central every day. So, um, before I entered into my car, I heard a voice that take communion. So, I went back and I took communion. But that Sunday that we came to church, during the power hour, Bishop said we should 
rebuke the devil every day. So that thing strike a chord in my heart and I did so. I just lifted the communion, set it and just, I rebuke the devil as I move out this morning. So around am I here in the car, I tuned to our prophet. That was six o'clock. You tuned so, to Sweet Melody. Sweet Melody, to listen to our prophet. So uh, in the service, after they also taking communion in the service, prophet began to prophesy. So he was saying that, may, may you delivered whatever that makes you to be admitted in the hospital. I curse it. Whatever makes you are not you, receiving it. Oh. Whatever makes you to cry, I rebuke it. So he came to prophet, and he came to a point that he said that whatever that will cause your head to hit the windscreen in the car in the back, I rebuke it. All of a sudden, I heard a bang at the back of my car. As he was declaring, as I was so much into the prayer, so I didn't even know what was happening. I just, I was, I was no, able to. take your to, time. As he was declaring, as he was declaring that whatever causes your head to hit, hit a, a windscreen in a car in a bus, I rebuke it. Then you had a bang. I a bang. I didn't know what was even happening to me, so I just, I, I just managed to veer off the road, and I, I got out. Ah, I just saw that one guy from behind. He also passed, and I asked him that why, what is happening? He said, "Madam, I'm sorry, but my brake failed." So when I checked the back of my car, there was no scratch at the back of my car. So I came back into my car again, continue with the prayer of our prophet, and I drove up to work. As if that was not enough, in the evening, when I was coming it's back home... It's not all. It's not all. This is morning. <laughs> in on the her morning. way to work. Yes. Now, on your way to the house and after work. After work. Because we had a basanta all night that evening. So I was hurrying up to home to organize my comeback, to organize my members. And also, when I got to Odumati on the Dodoa Road, <laughs> about to climb um, the ramp, another bang from my back on the Dodoa Road. The same day. The same Morning day. and evening. Morning and evening. So I really became furious. I, I called Pastor at that time. I didn't know what's happening. But... Uh, when I got down again, went to check at the back of my car, there was nothing. There was nothing. No scratch no on the car. Scratch. No scratch. No scratch. But apparently, those people were speeding. They were in a hurry to go somewhere. There were three guys. But I just let them go. Your car is not small. Yeah, my car is not And, and your I body. Nothing. I went to the hospital to check. There was nothing wrong with you. You are not clapping your hands. You are not celebrating God. You are not impressed. Thank you very much. And to bring us our final testimony for today Also another testimony of deliverance I want us to welcome our brother Edward Adiba To bring us his testimony From the Karis region Edward and Karis is coming Good afternoon Good afternoon Pastor Lester Come forward Please, my name is Edward Adiba. I'm the Basenta leader for ANC. And Please, can we have volume? He has a divorce. So. You are the Basenta leader of, of ANC. ANC. From um, Kononia region. Kononia. Please, my testimony is about how God delivered and saved my life from a motor accident. Wow. On the 20th. Um, 20th of? I guess. I guess. Yes, okay. Please. Uh, my pastor sent me to go and repair a phone for him at Circle. So when I was about leaving the house, I was just wearing a slippers. 
and then a bag hanging on my neck. So I went and did all this and I came back to the house. When I was in the house, he called me that he needed food. So I should bring it to him, his office at Medina. So I came out from my room. And then when I was about locking the door, I heard a voice that went where shoe. Can you see that people are hearing voices? Oh. People are having instructions right in their home. May a voice stop you from taking a decision you should not take. So you heard the voice that you should do what? Go and wear your shoe. Go and change the bag you were, you were wearing. And then when I entered the room, I saw a communion. On you were wearing table. slippers. Yes, please. You had a bag hanging and around your neck. Yes, please. And the voice said, go and wear a shoe. And then change my bag. And change your bag. Yes, please. So I went to change my bag and I wear my backpack at my back. So when I was about leaving the room, I saw a communion on my table. This communion was last two years. Good Friday communion. It has been sitting on your table. Yes, please. You have been looking at it. Have you been drinking it? I've never opened it before. Since you came from Good Friday, you have never opened the communion. It's sitting on the table. Yes, so what happened that day? So I, I heard a voice that... Please, if you make noise, we can't hear the testimony. So you, you saw the communion sitting where it has been sitting for two years. Yes, please. Prophet prayed over the communion. Yes, but you have never opened it. What happened? So I heard a voice that take the communion. So I thought about it this hot afternoon, it's around three o'clock. Why should I be going to take communion at this time? But I said, okay. I just went and I opened it and I and I drank it. You just you didn't even pray. Oh. No, I didn't pray. I just you just drank it. it. So when I came out from my house, I was riding, and then on the way, I had a very 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 terrible accident. That if I know somebody who just a mirror of a car hits and the person is no more. You know the person. I know the person. It's my cousin. Right on a bicycle, motor. just bicycle. A mirror of a car hits him and he, he died at the spot. By you. So when I after the accident, I got up from the ground. I checked myself. I want to see if a part of me is broken. I checked myself. I, I didn't. I just there was just scratches here. Just scratches. And then my leg. So when I got up, I just said, "Thank you, God. He has saved my life." Because, Pastor Lester, I would have been dead. Because the bag I was wearing at my bag, even though because I was wearing that bag, like my bag, in this place. You told me the motor somersaulted with you how many times? Several times. You were rolling? I, I was rolling because it was, the car took me on a speed run. I was on a speed run and then he came and took me on a speed run. So, it, I was just... It's not easy. But the bag that you had the voice to go and wear... The bag and the communion that you took. The bag got torn. The back of it got. It's where where is the helmet? The helmet is is, is on my motor. Who has the helmet? He should bring it because he was. No, don't go far. It, I wanted us to see if you see the scratches on the helmet, and you were telling me that if you didn't wear the helmet, what would have happened to this head? Like but if you see the helmet, but God has delivered him. Hallelujah. Is the helmet close? Yeah, he's bringing it. Who has the helmet? But I want us to celebrate God for this life. You see, as you, you hear testimonies of deliverance, it is the same way God will preserve your going. It is the same way God will preserve your coming. That as God has given us a man to preserve us, a man to ensure that we are not destroyed, I pray that you will submit yourself to the covering God has given us. Let us celebrate God. Let us enjoy God. The helmet has come. Bishop, you can see. 
only thing I can say about the testimonies is that they are, they are unbelievable. Unbelievable. You may be seated. They are unbelievable. I, I mean, I, I'm listening to his testimony. I mean, somebody who is going out, he says he heard a voice that said that, change the bag, change the shoes. Then when he entered, communion has been there for two years. At three o'clock in the afternoon, drink the communion. And you see, if you are in this church, eh, and your life is not supernatural, then I'm feeling sad for you. I'm feeling like all the decisions you take in life are just based on your own raw calculation. I'm feeling sad for you. I almost feel like we should pay you because we are cheating you. Yes. Yes. You you just come and go. I I feel like we should pay you an allowance. We are cheating you. Because these are wild testimonies. Last week somebody said his body... Do you understand what it means to catch fire? And not have a burn on your skin. Even when you touch a hot iron, what happens? And then fire is on your skin. Didn't burn you. Wow. For somebody to drive, the tire was virtually awful. And if you see the car he drives, it's a heavy car. I mean, that is death. At 10 p.m. in the night. I mean, I'm sure an angel was holding the tire till the angel got tired and said, Unia, park the car. <laughs> Unia, park the car. I've held the tire from a Jesuit. It's okay, park it. Yes. Look, these are miracles of the highest order. Miracles of the very, very highest order. Last week I showed you in the Bible a similar miracle, the fire. Miracles of the highest order. Miracles of the highest order. So if you are here, all I will say to you is that believe in what goes on here. Believe in what goes on here. Bishop leads a prayer. Bishop say, and I'm saying that the same way you believe communion prayers, you believe power hour prayers. Also believe it when he says that you should be faithful. Believe it the same way when he says that you should bus. Believe it the same way when he says that have a bus center. They are all of the same order. They are all of the same order. Today I was telling some dancers that, you know, if it is just about the church, you can do it without dancing. But it's about your life. So that 10 years from now, 15 years from now, you can have a very beautiful life. I'm blown away by these testimonies. Honestly. Blown away by these testimonies. And I don't know, maybe the audio people should just compile testimonies for us. I'm sure that if at 3 a.m. you are praying and these testimonies are on, a presence will enter the room you are praying in. Yeah, I'm very sure. Bishop, I'm very, very sure. So, audio people, I think you should compile testimonies. Maybe you can work with Pastor Lester. Choose testimonies. Compile maybe one hour of testimonies. Yeah. There is power in this place. Oh, and we have to acknowledge it. Clap your hands one more time for God.
God and I'm happy to tell you that there is a voice in your life and in my life that is sent to us from God it is life it is present it brings us the mind of God it brings us the heart of God it brings us the power of God ladies and gentlemen if you are ready show me and let's welcome to together for Jesus and let's appreciate God 
for our pastor, Bishop Toby. He is anointed. He is anointed. And I thank God that he brought him to us here. We in this church must have something to show for having him in this cathedral. And I pray that God will also send you someone who comes to change your life. Who comes to make your life ten times better. And so Lord, I thank you for the privilege to preach. Thank you for strength to minister your word. Thank you for beauty, for the ashes in our life. We see the ashes, but people see the beauty. What a miracle. Lord, let these few minutes of your word bring a change in our lives. Let it be part of your work you are doing to restore our souls we truly never be the same again in Jesus name I bless the center leaders I bless the center leaders I command a release of the winds that will blow resources to them human financial social bless the lives of the basenta leaders show them that no one saves you and goes scot free yes do more lord thank you for touching my ear today to hear something in the testimonies today Apparently, the people you are doing great things in their lives are those who are serving you. We are seeing it already in this church. Send them more testimonies and give them more opportunities to share. Bless everyone here. As we go, may we have something to show for coming here. We are patient. We are patient. Thank you. Amen. You may be seated. Clap your hands for the dancing stars. You know, let's allow them. You have a car. You have a husband. You have a house. They don't have anything. But they are happy. They don't have anything. Some of them don't have lunch. There's no lunch for them. But they are just happy in the church. Do you like them? Sit down. Second Samuel 7 verse 10. Today I'm preaching the final message in the establishment series. 
Because what God is doing in your life is that he wants to establish you. He said, moreover, I will appoint a place for my people. I think that this church is the place God has appointed for his people. Yeah. Since I moved here, oh, sorry, let me not say it. Let me say it well. Since I was transferred here, I have seen things I can't talk about in the microphone. So one of the things God does is that He appoints. See, to appoint means to point to. Appoint means to point to. So I will appoint a place for my people, Israel. And then I will plant them there. And then he will not just plant them there. He will ensure that in that place, they will have a place of their own. That is why you see that we are thousands here. But people have got... When somebody comes and says that I am from the uh, Pistis region. (laughs) I'm from the Pistis region. And what zone? What zone? What? I'm from the Pistis region. Ghana flag zone. Which center? Enzo center. And I'm a Basenta leader in that center. By that address, the person is saying that I have a place of my own. We are 10,000 here, but I have a place of my own. When somebody comes and says that I am the regional director in the King's Square from the Koinonia Zone, the person is trying to say that I have my own place, in case you don't know. It is my prayer that God will give you a place. There is enough going here for God to give you your place. And he says, when I give them the place, I'll plant them. And they'll have a place of their own and move no more. That's the establishment God wants to give you. Because God can give you a place, but you'll be moving. Hmm? So, so, one of the things I believe in which is the foundations for my life, is that when God does something, it's not the end. A lot of the things God does can change. When he does something, you have a responsibility to keep it. And keeping it is by warfare. It's by fighting. You fight to keep your place. Even when he has given it to you, he has just does it to you. Take it and eat. You fight to keep it. 
if I don't fight, I won't sit here. That's why, that's why I'm preaching this morning. I told Bishop Kobe that he should preach today. But when I came, I felt the fight in me. I said, no, let me preach. I'm fighting. I can, I can hardly speak. Every word I speak is difficult. I have pain. But I'm fighting. Because if I don't fight, next year, I'll, if I don't preach today, next year, I'll come to church to meet 500 members. Hmm? You don't fight and see. So today, I want to talk about one of the things that can, if you play with it, it can remove you from the place God has given you. And that thing today I'm preaching about is isolation. Isolation. Everybody, and I'm I'm, I'm forced and I'm trying to get, if I can get even 15 minutes. It will help me. Can I have something to drink, please? No, this one. One of your jobs in the kingdom of God is to fight isolation. Can you find the meaning of isolation for me, my dear? To isolate means what? To isolate. You see, to set apart from others, I just like this one. To set apart from others. You can be in a crowd like this and be isolated. Now, it is one of the things that leads to the loss of your place. And I want to say from the testimonies, you see, there is something very powerful here. See, some of you also have a mind. I think it's part of the grand deception. That your blessing only comes from the bank. I mean, you get the point I'm making. Like it's, 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 it's only in your office that you can prosper. But I mean, it's like, as for here, we come here to learn worship songs. We come to scream our voices away, but there's not much. Rather, our blessing is in that shop. It's a mistake. There are blessings here. Psalm 92, verse 13. I, 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 I want you, with the little time I can preach, to convince you that there is something here. It says, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. I really wish I could shout. Those who are planted in the bank shall flourish. I said, I said the bank. Those who are planted in the university shall flourish. 
those who are planted in their in their in their company shall flourish. What does it mean to flourish? To prosper, to do well, to be to, to be luxuriant. And the Bible is saying that there is also flourishing in the church. It's flourishing in the church. You have chosen to find yours elsewhere. But when God brings you to church, he has something here. Tell your neighbor, there is something here. Tell the person, please believe it. There is something here. Michael, there is something here. I'm telling you, I know you are very educated, you can work in any place, any institution and so on, but, but also believe it, that there is something here. There's a place called the courts of our Lord. The, the, where we are is, is the courts of our Lord. That is the, that's the four courts out there. The four courts and there's a court. And you can flourish here. I'm telling you, this place can give you good health. You can get a husband with a, 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 a proper marriage here. Your children can be proper children from here. Yes. But, see, aha. Uh-huh. Thank you, Jesus. The word is planted. Yes. Planted. Not just those who are just lying there. Those who are just loosely connected. Planted with roots. They, they, so, so, see, as I sat there, the Lord said, Can you hear the testimonies? I said, What, what I can hear? No, I said, Hear it well. The people who are busily doing something, who should be so busy that they will not even notice miracles, are the ones sharing testimonies. So all I'm saying to you today is that you can prosper here. Psalm 65 also. Verse 4 of Psalm 65. Verse 4 of Psalm 65. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee that he may dwell in thy courts. It's once again, thy courts. And we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. Sweetheart, there is something here. Believe me. It's not just your office. There is something here. The problem with you is that you don't believe it. So all your energy is spent in your office. And you come and sit here on Sunday. You don't direct any resource of your life here. Because you really don't believe that something can come from here. But he said, we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. There is something called the goodness of the house. May it satisfy you. Hmm. Anyway, so today, I want to say to you that you will marry. You will prosper. Those of you who take buses to come here, 
it won't happen forever. You will drive your own car and come here. You will drive your own car and come here. You came by torture. Who is the one who came by torture? You came by torture. Soon, your car will be blue. It will be a blue car. It will be a blue car. A blue car. Receive your blue car. Don't let the blue car isolate you. You see, the message I'm preaching is that if you separate yourself, a wind will blow you from here. Join the church well. Don't be in the church and be an isolated island. I think Pasekis was saying something to that effect. When I heard him talking, I realized that he was in the spirit. You can be here and you are isolated. Everyone here should join something. Be connected. You see, how does it start in the Bible? How does it start in the Bible? It starts in the Bible by even how you are supposed to be coming to church. That's a church attendance. Psalm 122 tells us how to go to church. Yes. Which if you are here and you don't go to church that way, you are in deep trouble. Verse 1, it said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. If you are here and nobody calls you to go to church, soon you will not be in church. I was glad when they so what we are doing in this church that we bring a bus to where you are and collect you like rubbish to dump you in the church is the will of God is the will of God it is, it is biblical and scriptural some people should call you if you are here and the arrangement of yourself in the church is such that nobody calls you. You come on your own. And even if you don't come, nobody calls you. It means that you are precariously located in the church. Yeah. Yeah. It means that you are tethering towards the precipice. Shatu Pakataya. You should be in a group that will let somebody notice your absence. If 
when you don't come to church, nobody calls you. Nobody is it's like nobody calls you. Some of you, if you don't come to church, the only person who calls you is the person you owe. He didn't, he didn't notice you. So he said, open up. This week's installment. But blessed are those in Basentes and Sentes and Basontes and have pastors over them and shepherds over them who can be called. When you are absent, they call you. Say, I was glad. Your joy in the Lord begins when you arrange yourself in such a way that people organize you to church. You may think it's a sign of maturity that you go on your own. Like today, tonight, I'm being organized. I'm being organized. I would really pay any amount of money to be in Accra this week. I've got a lot of work to do. I've started things in the church. I wish to see moving. But somebody says, let's move. Oh, I'm preaching already. Let us go. And that let us go whether you like it or you don't like it. Sort yeah. it or no sort it. So tonight, I, I, I'm, I'm coolly going to the airport. Cool. I'll go and sit there. Sit on a plane. As I'm going, my mind is on some things I have to do. Some work, some meetings, some this. But somebody has organized me. My Basanta leader has organized. I belong to a Basanta. The name of my Basanta is Healing Jesus Campaign. Don't be in the church in such a way that it's like no, nobody can call you. I mean, when we see you, 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 you came. That is why I wasn't in church last two Sundays. Yes. I, I just got, even, they didn't say come. So I just got, got a text and note, and, and from the text I read, ah, I should have been in this meeting. That's all. Within 30 minutes, I was going for a meeting. <laughs> may you be organizable. You may think that people like us are the little children in the church. Who must be carried somewhere. But rather we are the mature ones. You are the immature person. Yeah. You that. You go where you want to go. You are the, Is it not in the Bible? John chapter 20 verse 18. It's not in the Bible. It says that when, when you are matured. Somebody. John, John 21 verse, verse 18. Yeah. It's about when you shall be old. Matured. Old. Old. I'm old. I got born again 35 years ago. It's been a long time. 35 years is somebody's entire lifetime. 35 years is, is, is a nation's prosperity era. 35 years is three decades and a half. I'm tending towards four decades of being born again. I mean, I've been around for a long time. But so when you have been around for a long time, rather you stretch your hand 
and another person will hold it and take you to a country you don't want to go. If you are here and you go where you want to go, you are there because you want to be there. Then you are not a mature person. It is, it, and it's there. Those who are immature, the young ones, they wear what they want to, what they want to wear. They walk. Where, can I have another translation? Something interesting we can understand. That when you were young, you were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are old, you stretch your hand. A sign that you are maturing is that you allow Bishop Kobe to put you in a center or a basanta and tell you what to do. When you are old, you will stretch your hand and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Where you don't want to go. Maybe I should, finish, I should stop preaching and take the offering. This, this, this may be the message. Without this, you will lose your place. A beautiful place you have, you will lose it. Because you are in the church. Hebrews 13, verse 17. You are in the church. But you are, you, you are isolated. It says, obey them that have rule over you. Obey them. But we want to know, because I, I, as a Ghanaian, I don't only have pastors who, are, who have rule over me. My MP has power over me. Policemen. The president of Ghana. I'm under the president of Ghana. I am under my assemblyman. I'm not alone. So I want to know which one the Bible is talking about. Which of the people who wash my soul is the Bible talking about? It says, obey them that have the rule over you. And submit yourself. So which one? Is it my pastor or the assemblyman or the MP? For they watch for your souls. That's why I know that it's not the MP. The MP doesn't watch for my soul. The president of Ghana doesn't watch over my soul. Let me not say things in the microphone. But the pastor cares for your soul. Did we not even pray today that God should restore our souls? That's diverse. That's diverse. Diverse. As they must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief. For it is not profitable for you. It's unprofitable. If I'm giving account of you and I'm saying it with bitterness, it will help you. That's a Bible. It's not a poem I wrote. It's a Bible. So, so you can be in the church, but you are not under authority. You have not submitted yourself. You are here. You come around. You, you are around, but you have not submitted yourself. I'm telling you that you will not be around for a long time. You are in the choir, but the choir leader cannot control you. I'm, I'm teaching. You come when you want to come. You attend rather when you want to attend. You sing if you feel like singing. Yes. You, I, I, I give you six months. You will not be around. A wind will take you out of here. And dump you in a baller. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your help. And, and then, and then, and then, when the people bring you, so, so one of the, see, at the beginning of your relationship with the church, there must be people around you. People must tell you, let's go to church, let's go for the crusade, let's go for a meeting, let's attend the center meeting. Why were you not there? You said what? You, you were not well. Nonsense. You should have warned your cardigan to come. So next week, even when your asthma has come, you still take your inhaler and you go. Because you, 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 you are under authority. Somebody can make you go somewhere. Huh. Now, then, when you come, when you come, what should you do? When you are in the church, I'm preaching about overcoming isolation. It, it, it begins with your journey to church. When I say church, I mean church as in church or church as in meeting or basenta or an outreach. Or people, you should be somebody that people call to church things. Not they don't call you for business meetings. Because as I'm going to the airport, I can easily meet you there, Uncle James. But, but, but you have not been organized by a church. You have been organized by a business concern. That's what, that, that's, so we are both on the plane, but church things have organized me and you have been organized by something else. And I don't mind. What, what, what I'm saying is that when you return, allow yourself to be organizable by the church. And then, when you join the church, what should be your responsibility? When you join the church, you should not sit in the church as an isolated person, but you must join groups. I'm teaching you how you will not lose your place. How one day we will come to look for you in this church and you are not here. Ah, where is Nick? Oh, Nick, Nick, Nick is a homosexual in town. Nick, Nick is a homosexual in town. Ah, how? And the, uh, you wait, I'm preaching small. You give me some ten more minutes. When you are in the church, when people have organized you into the church, don't be in the church as an isolated person. Join a group. That is how Saul got his chair to sit on. Samuel advised him, and I am your Samuel. When he met Samuel, he was, he, he was on a secular errand looking for asses. And all of us, we've been to school. We have businesses. We go to work. We are in the bank. We are lecturing. All of us, we all have our, our secular concerns. But when you encounter a prophet, you must allow the prophet to guide you into some spiritual connections. So don't be in the church and just be 
you are in the church but you are you are you, you are just a mass of business you are just a mass of secularism you are just a mass of academia you are just a mass of social things be in the church and let a prophet guide you second Samuel 10 verse 4 First Samuel, sorry. Forgive my English. Verse 3. Then shall thou go on forward. So I come to the plain of Tabor. This is Saul, Samuel talking to Saul. You shall meet, you meet three men. One carrying three goods, under carrying bread, under bottle of wine. People that, some of you, that's just the prophecy you want to hear. Yes, always receive somebody carrying goods, somebody carrying pigs, somebody who has a business. Take it one, take your bread, receive your wine, I'm pushing it in. Take it now, enjoy. Foolish man. We thank God for goods, and they will salute you. Some of you, that's all you know. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. You are helping me. I, I acknowledge you publicly that you are helping me. That's all your life is about. Even when you've met the prophets, you are only, you, 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 the only things you obey are that they will salute you. You meet a man with goods. You meet a, a, a man with three, three breads. Three breads. Panomiensa. No, there are people in the church. That's all. They they are there. They've just positioned themselves. They are waiting to hear. You 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 meet a man. Even that one wouldn't be. Want to hear? A man with a Bible? Nonsense. I dodge it. You meet a man with three picks. I receive it. You meet a man with four cars. I receive it. See, verse four. I see them saluting you. But see, your, your experience in the church cannot be made up of only this one. They will salute you and give you two breads. Two breads. Which thou shalt receive of their hands. This cannot be your experience. You can't be in the church and all, all that is in your mind is pregnancy. I knew a girl like that. All her conversations were about pregnancy. She's not here today. She should be in the church today. So much that she didn't mind at all spoiling somebody's marriage to get spams. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm not, there's not even one drop of what I'm saying that is like to make you happy or to make the point. I'm telling you clearly. I'm, I'm, when I say that, as she, like this one sitting here, you may think that she's here for God or Basel, but she's looking for spans. I think you don't believe it, eh? Is it because you believe it? So much that she didn't mind that this man was married to this one. He destroyed the marriage to get spans. She got the spans, got pregnant, had the baby. But that, was, that wasn't the end. The problems were here to come. 
You can't be in the church and only be receiving. They will salute you. They will give you bread. Receive goat. You will be a goat. But there is another type. Another part of the work. Verse 5. After that. This is also part of the church. We are not just here to get businesses. We are not just here to get cars. We are not just here to get visas. We are not just here to get documents. We are not just here to get husbands. We are not just here to get pregnancy. This is also part of the church. You come to the hill of God. This is also part. It's part. You can't take this away. Where is the garrison of the Philistines? It's a come to pass. When you are come to the city, that you shall meet a company of prophets. These guys will not be holding goats and wine and breads. They will be holding sultry, a tablet, a pipe, a harp. Don't only for people holding goats, people holding cars, people holding khakis. Don't only look for people holding spans. Look for people holding Bibles. For people holding out oh, Holy Spirit, I, 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 I wish I could. I, I'm thank you for helping me to preach today. It's too nice. I couldn't believe it when you told me to preach. Don't just be looking for people holding cars, car keys without cars. When you come to the hill of God, look out for people holding psaltery, dulcimer, the harp, tambourine, Bible, forms. Excel seat, Google form. Look for people who have Google forms. As we are here, some people have got Google forms to fill. I think, I really think I'm preaching. What do you think? No, I'm not saying that there's no saluting you in the church. Or there's no breads. Or there's no wines. But you can't be here and what is on your mind is only wine and bread and goats and they are giving you. No. Look also for people who are prophesying. Oh, Michael, you don't understand the message I'm preaching. Thank you very much. You see, what someone was saying that in the church there is bread. Oh yes. In the church, there are goats. There's, there's pork. Oh yes. My best pork chops I've eaten in life. I ate it in the church. And you wait. When we finish and the place is there. Auntie Cecilia. I bet you'll find. That, that, that side there. Mood changing plaza. Sa pork no. You can use it to propose. All those who have not proposed, Matthew, 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 very soon, very soon. How do you say very soon in Ghana? Matthew, very soon. Huh? Yes, Obanganoko. Yes, Obanganoko. 
the sisters that nobody has proposed to you. Mercy, oh, oh, fine, mercy, oh, oh, banana, no coffee. Oh, I'm enjoying. This is the best message I've preached this year. Honey, honey, believe me, there is marriage here. That's right here. There's honeymoon here. Church, in this church, I, I met a couple. They just got married two weeks ago. I said, How's your sex life? Oh, say, every day about seven times. No, seven. She said, The only day we, we, we didn't perform much was a week ago. My, my husband said he was having a headache, so we had it six times. I'm not joking. I can tell you why I was with them. Seven times. You catch up, baby. Catch up. Talk to him that you catch up. Now, if you think that we are here just reading Bibles, you are, you are sick. You think we are here just reading him? I'm preaching. Hey, I'm enjoying the message. I said, here in this church, there's also smooching here. One lady said, I never knew I had certain feelings. And she pointed to the guy. He's a center leader. He said, this guy is a very bad boy. So I didn't know I had some feelings. There are feelings in the church. Feelings hear me. Feelings hear me, Zara. Feelings hear me. You think it's only in the nightclub that there are feelings? There's feelings here. They are joy rides. You, 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 you are with your wife in a nice car. I'm the car I'm driving. It's a church car. I got it in the church. But you can't be here. And all that is, oh God, I thank you. All that is happening to you that you are looking for feelings, husband, you will get it all. But have an eye for something else. Have an eye for prophets. Oh, and by the way, this word prophet, the Hebrew is Nabi. Yeah. I did Hebrew in my master's. My master's degree is in Hebrew. I did Hebrew. Master's. I have a master's degree. It's a Nabi. That one, a Nabi, is not somebody who just foretells that the rain will fall. By somebody who speaks under inspiration. Like what he's saying, he has been inspired. Like right now, I'm, I'm under. If, if your eyes will be open, you see a cloud that is over me. I'm under a spell. I can't believe even the verses I'm using. So a Nabi is not somebody who said, Oh, yesterday you were here, you were doing this, your mother is, your karma is GN1124. No. And Nabi is somebody who comes and is speaking under inspiration. Now, now he says that when you 
finish the goat and bread and wine, you will also meet people who speak under inspiration. You will meet center leaders. You will meet zonal leaders. You will meet basanta leaders. You will meet pastors. You will meet shepherds. What should you do? Verse 6. And the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee. Upon who? Thee. And thou shalt prophesy with. With. So, so you will see, as in the church, you will see some people are teaching. Some center leaders are there. There are some pastors there. There are some reverends there. But you will prophesy, you will teach with them. So in addition to the goats and the wine and the breads, there is also something called prophesying with people who prophesy in the church. You know, and it's, it's, it's interesting that that is what changed Saul into another man. That's why people are in the church. They are not changed though. A lot of people in the church are the same as they were as unbelievers. They've only added church attendance. Yes. Your, your, your real change doesn't come by enjoying the cars. That's why the Holy Spirit said, listen to the testimonies. So, yes, I'm hearing. He said, listen well. The people on whose body the fire has no power. Daniel 6, 24. The, 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 the people on whose bodies the fire has no power are the preachers. These are the prophets. On Thursday evening, they speak under inspiration. Fight isolation and join them. You are preaching good. Join them. That is when you will be changed to another man. I want to beg you. I want to beg you. Do not be in the church and be isolated. I'm very happy to see all of you. The, uh, what's your name? The crowns. God bless you. You've joined something. And you sing very well. Clap your hands for your pastor. You sing very well. But you see, you see, let me tell you that after here, God will speak to you to join another group. Keep moving. You know, I was very happy to see the Arams and the Cassandras and the uh, Delphines and so on. These are pastors. You know, those days, I'm not, not doing, even now. These are, please stand up. Yeah. Where's Cassandra? She's over there. Yeah. These are branch pastors. Come, come. come. I finished preaching, so now, you may think there are some nice girls in this. They are actually pastors, branch like Dodoa branch, Amrahia branch, East Brunswick branch, North London branch, South Kensington branch, Mitcham branch, uh, 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 Bristol branch, uh, Ayalolo branch. Yeah, they are branch pastors. Wh- which branch are you a pastor of? Springtex. Springtex branch. She's a branch pastor. She's in the choir. <laughs> 
But she's moved on from just being a nice face singing sister. She's a preaching member of the church. So when you join this church, you will see people like you. You will only see women with big breasts. When you join this church, you will only see men who have money. I'm showing you how to be established. Don't have an eye for, for rich men, for nice girls. Have an eye for prophetesses. These are prophetesses. Which branch? Adam Robe. Adam Robe branch. She has a church. Which branch? Green Hill Zone. Even the name Green Hill. Of course, how can you say it? And the point I am making is that when you enter this church, especially a church like this, you see rich men. Yes. Like this. Are you a rich man? You see rich women like this. Stand up. When you join this church, you see pretty girls like this. Wave at them, wave. Now, now, if you are here and you are looking for a wife, you can spot her. That's my baby girl. Or you want a job, this girl will connect you. But, 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 but you see, for you to remain here, don't only have an eye for this type and this type and this type. Have an eye for this type also. There, there are pretty girls who preach. Are these not pretty girls? There are pretty girls who preach. Join them. It's having a wedding in January. Yours is when? Next year? June? Do you have a beloved? When is your wedding? So, so you wait and see. Here. I'll be marrying them. Here. That's why you see that in the church also, you can have 10 rounds a day and be normal. Normal. Always believe God to do more. So as you have had 7 rounds, believe God to do 8. Don't just be an Odum tree in the house. Odum wawa board. Thank you, pastors. I'm saying that this type is also in the church. Join them. And you see, I'm happy that he said, and the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee. What, a sign that God's spirit has come upon you is that you've joined a group. Yes. No, no, no. I'll take it again. Please say it all for me. You have a way of saying things more nicely. A sign that the spirit of the Lord has come upon you when you enter a church is that you become part of a group.
When you isolate yourself, oh, you can sit down, my dear, if, unless you want to stand. When you, when you isolate yourself, it shows that you don't have the Spirit of God. Jude chapter 1, verse 19. He said, These be they. These be they. Jude 1, 19. These be they who separate themselves. Sensual. That is worldly, carnal, having not the spirit. Having not the spirit. Their life is only me. My three children, my business, my job. You are a cow. Cows don't think about other cows. Cows only think about their, what do you call the little ones? Cows. These be they. Anybody who doesn't join a basenta well, does not join a center, doesn't join a group, does not have the spirit. And the word there is sensual. You are an unbeliever. You are moved by fleshly feelings. It's all about you. Actually, if you look at the message translation, you see the message Bible says, these are the ones who split churches. Yes. You see, 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 what you don't know is that, you see, you, you may be a link between the choir and the counselors. So, if you are in the church and you, you don't join any group, you, you have broken the church, you have fractured the church. There's a schism. There's a schism. I mean, I joined the Adenta church. Look at the crowds that are following me. If I had not joined the Adenta church, we won't have this crowd. We won't have this crowd. So, so when you don't join a group, you are actually a church breaker. Because when you join a group, you cement the church. Like, these are the ones who split churches. Thinking only of themselves. Is it there? There's nothing to them. No sign of the spirits. Today, I'm really surprised. That God has given me something to, sh- to share with you. We it's my blessed. voice. But it's my best message. Oh, that, 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 that first I'm all ten. That, that, that's a killer. You, know, you shouldn't be in church looking for just goats. Goats and breads. Goats and breads and wines. Look also for preachers. Look also for prophets and center leaders. And join them. Now, now, now. Another thing you must do in the church before I sit down is that in order not to lose your place in the church, relate with the church as a family. You must have brothers and sisters. You must have a father. You must have a sister. You must have a mother. 
in this church, our father is Bishop Gagiwad Mills. Yes. I am just an elder brother. Now, once again, don't be in the church and not have brothers. If you are here and you don't have anybody you quarrel with in the church, then you're not here properly. I'm preaching. You should have people that you can quarrel with. At home, don't you quarrel, quarrel with our brothers and sisters? Or it's not, it's not in your house. Well, I have some. I have devils in my family. It's not a proper brother. There must be quarrels. There must be some exchanges. So if you are here and you have not quarreled with anybody, it means you're not in the church well. Like, like one of the signs that I am in the church, I am in the church, that I face people. And when I face them, they say, yes, thank you. They send me text to thank me. Don't be in the church without brothers and sisters. You will not last. Tell your neighbor one go. Don't be in the church without brothers and sisters. You will not last. Tell the person, don't be, look for another person. Don't be in the church without brothers and sisters and fathers and mothers. You will not last. The people who last are those with brothers and sisters and fathers and mothers and cousins and aunties and uncles. false doctrine am I preaching in the church? Church shouldn't just be just a church with a pastor preaching a message. Why should you have brothers and sisters? Pastor, you are preaching a false doctrine. Mark chapter 3, verse 31. There came then his brethren and his mother and standing without. See, always, these are his biological brothers. Most of you, your biological brothers and sisters and mother and father will not come into the church. They are always standing outside and they are calling you. When are you coming home? What church? Always they are outside. Always they are outside. That's why we too, this is our life. This is our life. Oh. This is our life. Maybe you just came. We this place, our children are brought up here, our marriages are here. Our normal peace of mind. 
I said, always, your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, they are always outside calling you. It's not today that they are outside calling you. It happened to Jesus. Then in verse 32, what did he say? And the multitude sat about him. And they said to him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren without, without, seek for thee. If you joke her, your cousin will drive you from the church. Some of your family funerals will finish you. Yes. Some of your mother wants to take you from the church. That's why it is important to also have a spiritual mother. Who teaches you to pray certain prayers? Then what was Christ's response? Let's end with this. 33. And he answered them and said, God, he, he, he was preaching. He was like I'm preaching now. Then an usher, who hadn't had his quiet time, came to stop him and said, Your mother is outside. Your mother is outside. Is that why you came to stop me? Then Christ got bored. He said, Who is my mother? Who is my brother? This is the Bible. Who is my sister? 34. And he looked round about on them, which sat about him, and said, Behold my mother. Behold my brethren. In other words, you can't be in the church and your mother is the only one outside. You must be. This is how Jesus was in church. He was the one in the church. His mother, he had the spiritual mother. May you have spiritual brethren. Join a group. Me, even there are some things in my life I can't share with my biological brother. Some people, their spiritual relationships are even stronger than their... I mean, what has your elder brother taught you? He has only taught you how to drink. Some of you, that, the house you live in, that is the house that has taught... You are a very nice girl. All of us, when we see you, we are attracted to you. But when you open your mouth, the bull... And it's from where you stay... In your house, good morning is insults. So a nice girl, nobody wants to be with you because you quarrel a lot. Because you've learned it from your big sister. And that's how come she has also left her marriage and I come to sit at home. But thank God in the church, you will meet this, I mean, this woman, this woman, this woman. Please turn. I'm dying. This woman. This woman. If you know this woman, you will be correct. In the marriage, it's her husband who deserves her. Every problem, the husband is a cause. She doesn't create any problem in the marriage. Proper girls, take your eyes off your bush family members and join civilized. Move away 
from the places where insults are the greetings and meet with people, decent women. They are here. Where you came from? I was going to say something, but it's not a good thing. But at least I can say that your big sister, she's sleeping with somebody's husband. And it's normal. So if your mother held your hand and took you to a man. Yes. Your mother taught you how to use condoms. How to keep... Um, so if your mother has taken you to family planning for, in, for injections. What have you learned there? What have you learned there? But there is a place. If you can connect yourself properly, you will learn decency. You will learn righteousness. Clap your hands for church. I'm not saying break away from your family members. I'm just saying that. Have them. But have me also as your brother. Have them. But have this girl also as your sister. Yes. You may quarrel because she's not an easy woman. No, no, no. She has been a witch for many years. She has just been delivered. She's not an easy woman. But it's important to have her. You will learn commitment. You will learn faith. She's a very faithful woman. Very faithful. So even if you quarrel with her, you will learn virtues. Forget about your cousins. When you have a problem with your husband, I will advise you not to speak to a family member. They will tell you to damn that man. Yeah. Find a decent woman in the church. They will tell you how to patiently sit by a fool. Because you married him. They will teach you how to patiently sit by a fool. How to. Oh, today I've enjoyed church. Yeah. Finally. So, number one, when you come here, how do you fight isolation? Number one, have people who bring you to church. Sorry, who organize you for meetings, for crusades, for center services, basanta meetings. Yes, be, tell us about be organizable. Number two is what? When you have arrived in the church, as you are in the church, what should be your behavior? Join something. Don't have an eye for goats and breads and wines. Join pastors. Join prophets. And number three, see the church as a family. I'm showing you how to be here for the next 20 years. Take that brother as your brother. Have a mother in the church. Have a sister in the church. And lastly, when you come here, don't be here 
and love the world. Oh, I'm happy with your hand clap. Clap your hand clap. First John two fifteen. Love not the world. Love not the world. That when you join the church, when you are organized into the church, oh, I love this one. And you join the prophets, and you have social in the church. We have social relationships. When we are finished, we are preaching. We have wives and mothers and fathers and brothers. Lastly, last in my throat. Let me drink something again. Me chebi. Ah. Me chebi. chebi. When you finish, you have got your wife in the church, got your husband, you are preaching, you are a prophetess, you are a pastor, you are a center leader, you've got a cousin, got a brother, a father who faces you, your sister who calls you. So we now we are settled. We are settled in the church. We have our place. I'm preaching. She's singing. He's ushering. We are in the church. Last one. Don't love the world. Is one of the supplanters of destinies. One of the supplanters of spiritual destinies is being in this fraternity, but your heart is not here. Your love is in worldly values. It's like, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And if the love of the Father is not in you, you won't last for two more days. Yeah. Because, see, why I brought this at the last point is that this thing, loving the world, can remove bishops. Can remove reverence. I know reverence. Reverend, Reverend Osei Tutu. Today, he is called Master Osei Tutu. I'm not joking. I know bishops who today are not bishops. I know pastors of mega churches who today are in jail. Loving the world. You see, the reason why I brought this is that this power is bigger than an archbishop's power. It can remove anybody including Jesus. The world the power of the world. The pa- don't see there's some things you should just move away from them. Don't joke with them. Some things like fornication. You don't fight fornication. When you see a girl that is, is trying to do something, 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 you don't fight. You flee. You, you move away. Because there's some things there. 
Psalm 18, verse 18. Or Psalm 18, verse 19. He said, he delivered me from my strong enemy. He said, for they were too strong for me. 18, yes, they were too strong. Some things are too strong. Some things like fornication. No pastor can overcome fornication. You can't overcome adultery. The biblical prescription is flee. There are some things you fight. Fight the good fight. Fight devils. You fight witches. You fight yourself. But when it comes to sexual feelings, you don't bind. You don't stand to show that you are a man the God. You flee. Now, one of such powers is the world. You don't meddle with it. If you joke with the world, you either leave the church or if you remain, you'll be faithless. There is nothing in the world that promotes the church. Those of you who are here, who are into family traditions, you are into your traditional something, and we are, do, we are going to pour libation there, and then we are going to kill a goat there, and we are drinking the blood in teaspoons, small, small ones. Go and come. Listen to me. The world there, if you mess with it, no believer can fight the world. So you are advised as a pastor, as a reverend, as a beautiful church member, don't love it. Go to school in the world. Work in the world. Work in the hospital. But don't love it. Don't love the way they do things. Don't love their standards. Don't love it. Don't love their standards. Don't love it. And he says that anybody who doesn't respect this point and continues loving the world, the love of God is not in you. And if the love of God is not in you, you'll not be here. When you go home, your friends who are betting, don't join them. Your friends who are playing gala with the area girls, don't join them. Your friends who sit under the new tree behind that woman's house and watch pornography, don't join them under the new tree. Don't join them. Don't love it. Don't admire it. You know, the Bible, when you start the New Testament, can I have my Bible? You see Matthew. Take your Bibles. You see Matthew, Mark, Luke. Have you seen Matthew, Mark, Book of Matthew, Gospel according to Matthew, Mark, Luke, John? There should have been a fifth book. The Gospel according to Matthew. Gospel according to Luke. Gospel according to John. There should have been a gospel according to Demas. 
Mark and Luke. They were moving with a man called Demas. Philippians 1 4. 24. Inch on in. Philemon. I said Philemon. 1 24. Philemon. Philemon. Marcus. That is Mark. This is the man who wrote Mark, the gospel of Marcus. Aristarchus was one of the main pillars in Corinth. Demas and Lucas. At least we know that in this verse, the four gospels in the Bible, two of them wrote the four gospels. Marcus and Lucas. Marcus and Lucas. And Aristarchus was a main man. So that should tell you what type of man Demas was. When Paul called somebody a fellow worker, Paul, he says, This girl is my fellow worker. One day I got a text. From a senior pastor. That's when I got to know who I was really. He, he said, I may not be able to have the meeting, so come and fill in for me. When I read the phrase, fill in for me, it gave me an insight into my weight. Because when I look at my size, I've been praying for a pot belly. It's not coming. Because I need something to show that I'm also a man. It's not coming. So when I read the message, I will not be able to go, but do this and fill in for me. I said, Guzakuta Kalabash. Fill in for you? Hey, that it means that I, I, I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. That's a fellow laborer. Demas was a fellow. And see, you can be at the high. Those of you here, center leaders, regional heads, who are, who, 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 who are, who are flirting with the world. Flirting. Having inordinate associations with the world. You are in the office. Instead of just working a clean job, you are stealing with them. You are doing kununu with them. You are conning. You are conning with them. The world, eh? Soon, Demas, we never saw a book. We know of Aristarchus. We know of Marcus. We know of Lucas. But in 2 Timothy 4, verse 10, we saw the destiny of this man, Demas. We know him. He said, Demas has left me. Demas. The, this is a guy who was on the list with Lucas, Marcus, and Aristarchus. Demas has forsaken me. Why? He had cancer? I mean, John Mark forsook Paul because he loved his mother. How could Demas Leave Paul. And the answer is there. 
haven't loved this present world. I want to talk to lady pastors, reverends and pastors, and bishops and center leaders. And you were Christian, you are in the church. I beg you, remove the love of worldly music from your heart. I said, remove the love of worldly songs. No matter how nice they are, remove the love of worldly dressing. That no matter how you dress, even if the dress is 10 yards, 10 yards, flare, skirt, some small part of the breast, it must show. Beware! The world? Me boom. Me boom. As we are here, instead, let's love all nights. Now we are going to have all nights where we come with the makane. If you don't have a hearing device, we'll suck you. Everybody at the all night has an earphone. And if you don't come for the all night, you can't dance. And if you can't, if you don't dance, you are out. Let's love the Makane. Instead of loving the world, let's love Basin. Instead of loving the world, wait for Sunday and see yourself bringing your largest number to church. Instead of loving the world, love preachers. Love me, 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 love me. Love me. I don't see why I should be standing in front of you and you have got a Samoajan's picture in your room and not my picture in your room. How, 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 how can you have a barbering shop and my picture of Bishop Dagwood Mills or Bishop Eddie or Bishop Saki is, his picture is not there and Sir Cordier's picture is there. You are an unbeliever. How can you have a barbering shop and, and you don't have Bishop Kobe's picture but Lil Wayne for Demas has forsaken me how could he live after rising to such a level he loved the world he loved the flesh he loved fornication he liked girls he liked men he liked unbeliever songs he liked clubbing he liked partying he didn't like the church Demas of the order of Aristarchus, Lucas and Demas, and, 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 and Marcus, Demas has left. Go to prisons. You find mans of God. Mans of God. Yeah. They were great. But because they were great, like, this is a great church. Great church. Then I begin to fool. Begin to fool. Here a little, there a little, nonsense here, a little here, one there, one dot there, a little there. Before you know it, something, you come to church one day and I'm not, and I'm not sitting there. Bra Kwame is the one sitting there. 
This world can remove bishops. Can remove fathers like Demas. If Mark is a great man, then imagine Demas. In Colossians, when Paul was writing a letter, he said, I, I'm writing, I'm in this room, I'm writing it with Demas. I'm writing it with Demas. That's, that's, he, he, he was a main man. One day, I'll also talk about another man called Apollos. Who was also a very main man. But he also didn't make it. Why he didn't make it, I'll teach you. But for now, rise to your feet. Stand to your feet. And just lift your hands. We are closing in five minutes. Lift your hands and everywhere. Everywhere. No movements. Pray. Everybody pray. Pray. Oh, thank you, Lord. I'm so happy. I'm happy I'm doing it. Lift your hands. Lord, the compromon costi da kiase. Yila lika astenina kateneke ko. Lord, help me to find isolation. Help me, Lord. Help me to join and be deeper and join and join. And in the end, while I'm here, take the love of the world from my heart. That one is the superpower. Lift your hands and pray. Lord, 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 I don't want to be isolated. I don't want to be isolated. No, I don't want to lose my place no. To be a member of this church It's a great thing I don't want to lose it Deliver me from isolation Deliver me Lord And from the ultimate power The love of the world Deliver me Deliver me Deliver me Deliver me You abandon your membership of the church To go and chase money Every eye closed and every head bowed. What a beautiful time we had. Thank you. No, lift your hands and thank God for the service. Thank you for the service. Just thank you for the service. Thank him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the blessing of the service. Thank him for the crowns, for the king's choir, the empowerment, the gazelle. Thank you for Bishop Kobe. Thank him for Enam. Thank him for Reverend Michael. Thank him for your pastors. Thank him. Thank you for this experience, Lord. Without the search, you are finished. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name.